How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Welcome back to our week four pregame show. In this episode, we will be making our picks and predictions in the Bears' week four matchup against the Indianapolis Colts, so be sure to tune in until the end. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to make my pick for Bears versus Colts, I am joined with both of my co-hosts. Parshaw and Jalen McClinton, fellas, how are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, I just saw my parents. Uh, my parents visited me here at Indiana. Uh, it's been like seven weeks since I haven't seen them, so it's kind of nice to catch up with them. Uh, I'm sore as uh, as like I'm very sore. If you guys know me, <laughs> I, I went to go play basketball yesterday, and you know, Parth and Chris know I'm not a, I'm not a hooper at all. So uh, I'm very sore from that yesterday. Got to enjoy it, but um, let's talk some Bears football. Jalen, what do you mean, bro? You're a hooper, hooper. All right, let's get into it. So let's take a look at uh, both teams' injury reports before we get into this one because that's obviously how we kick off these pregame shows. For the Indianapolis Colts, they have two players out. TJ Carey, their slot cornerback, who has actually been playing incredibly well uh, thus far. So that's actually a bigger loss than it may seem to be on paper. Also, Michael Pittman Jr., the rookie wide receiver, second-round pick out of USC, is out. Uh, he, He is on injured reserve. Also, an interesting move uh, before we hop into our thoughts on the Colts, because that's how we start this one. The Bears curiously activated quarterback Tyler Bray from their practice squad to their active roster 24 hours before facing the Colts. This just happened a couple of minutes ago. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, uh, that, that we did that. Or I'm glad that we knew about that. Uh, so it's an interesting move, because obviously you think Trubisky is, is uh, quarterback too. And uh, I texted our good buddy over at NBC Sports Chicago, a friend of the show, J.J. Stankovitz, and said, uh, is there any way Trubisky could be traded? And he said, this in no way does preface a a Mitch trade, but it might be a chance that he's inactive. You can't rule that out right now. So before we get into this one, Parth, Jalen, I mean, how weird is this that we could see Trubisky, you know, maybe there's a health issue, but he might just be a healthy scratch for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's a little weird seeing that. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm all in on Nick Foles. I'm all in on any quarterback we actually have. But, you know, if anything goes wrong with Nick, let's see if he gets hurt. I do not want to see Tyler Bray going out there um, tomorrow, especially, or any time at this point of the season. Uh, I think, you know, Trubisky and Foles, yes, they're both not decent starting quarterbacks. But if we count him as a backup, they're up there at, with the best. So I'd rather have Trubisky active and ready to go just in case if Foles get, gets hurt or starts playing bad. You know, it might seem crazy, but, you know, to me, I could see this happening because Nagy wants to keep Trubisky out of the light. Yes, he's a professional. Yes, he's gone through scrutiny throughout his career. But I'm sure this is pretty tough for Mitch, uh, and, it, and it might rattle him. And if for some reason he plays, he might play poorly because of his benching. Uh, we talked about how much confidence he has after wins like the Week 1 win, uh, the comeback win in Detroit, and also how much this must have just deteriorated him uh, getting benched for Nick Foles and watching him lead a comeback and be named the starter. But Jalen, what do you think about this? You know, there's obviously a good chance that the Bears are just holding three quarterbacks tomorrow, but there's still a chance that Trubisky might be inactive, and I don't think any of us saw this coming. So what do you think about that? I don't like this at all if that is the case, that one game after being benched that we instantly make him a healthy a healthy scratch. Um, Dimitri Trubisky is way better than Tyler Bray. 
Uh, you know, Mitchell Mitchell has his down, you know, his his ups and his downs, but Tyler Bray hasn't made a roster in who knows how long. You know, Mitchell Trubisky is still a first round pick. He was gonna be a first round pick even if we didn't take him with the number two overall pick. So I don't like this move if that's the case. But um yeah, at least we know the Bears are scouting quarterbacks. I just I just saw that uh, a scout is at uh Trey Lance game, so you know, I don't I don't understand this move at all, but you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we will have to wait and see, but let's hop into our pregame show. That's definitely an interesting situation that we're going to have to keep an eye on and definitely will be the talk of the town moving forward if uh, Trubisky really is a healthy scratch uh, tomorrow. But looking at the Indianapolis Colts, obviously, if you guys don't know how these pregame shows work, we run through all of our content uh, for the week and then at the end make our predictions. So first off, obviously, meet the opponents. The Indianapolis Colts, look, they're a solid team. They're the number one overall defense in the league coming into this game. They are favored by three points with the over-under uh, per ESPN pick, set, uh, pick center at 43 points. Uh, you know, the Colts have only allowed 244.7 yards per game, 151.3 passing yards, 93.3 rushing yards. On the offensive side of the ball, Mo Alley Cox with a hot start at tight end. We're going to see Trey Burton play this weekend. Uh, I'm actually quite excited for that myself. Uh, but Mo Alley Cox with 10 receptions, 181 yards and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor stepping in for running back one Marlon Mack in Indianapolis who went down with a torn Achilles, the rookie out of Wisconsin, has been solid. 48 carries, 142, 182 yards, and two touchdowns with 3.8 yards per carry. And then in regards to flicking the ball for them, Phillip Rivers has been very good as well. He hasn't been asked to do a ton, but you know what? 72 for 92, 794 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. We all know that if the Bears want a chance in this one, they're probably going to have to put the ball in Rivers' hands. We saw him make two costly turnovers at the end of the Jacksonville Jaguars game in week one. But Parth, leave that aside, just off of the surface level, what do you think about these Colts? Uh, they're a good team. Uh, we definitely cannot underestimate them. They're the best team we've played so far. And they've got the best defense in the NFL. It's kind of surprising to see that defense doing that well. Not going to lie. I did not expect that type of defense f- from the Colts to start the season, but they've been hot and they've been playing well. And we already know that their offensive line is also the, up there in the league. Uh, you know, Quentin Nelson leading the troops there. He's just a Mr. Mr. Pancaker. Basically, he's out here pancaking everybody. So let's Dude, you live in Indiana. You hear everyone saying Quentin's pancake house. It's like, yeah, a, it's, it's, like a, it's like a rave out here. Exactly. Uh, they love it. Uh, I, th- I think he's a great player as well. I really wish the Bears could have drafted him in 2018, I believe. Uh, but, you know, he went two picks before us, which sucks. But I'm cool with Roquan Smith, who's been an absolute stud for us, too. But the Colts, you know, the offensively, they have been struggling, I'd say. Uh, you know, Philip Rivers has been inconsistent throughout the year. He only has three touchdowns and three interceptions. Uh, and then if you look at their run game, Jonathan Taylor's had a pretty good season, uh, especially after Marlon Mack going down. He came in. He's been playing well. Uh, I think he's going to keep playing well. Uh, he's going to play really well against the Bears. Uh, the Bears haven't been able to stop the run so far this season. So hopefully that's one thing we can do this weekend, especially against Taylor, who's been looking to break out. Yeah, uh, 100%. You know, you take a look at this Colts roster, and you mentioned their offensive line. It's full of studs. Braden Smith's yeah. been playing well. Anthony Costanzo, the veteran who's going to be a Hall of Famer, is still there. Uh, obviously someone who formerly worked all the way back with Peyton Manning when he was with the Colts. But this team is good. I do believe personally that their secondary isn't as good as it's as it's uh, looking to be. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's a little bit overrated. Xavier Rhodes uh, is a good cornerback, but I don't think he's what he used to be back when they were saying Rhodes closed. But kudos to him for having two interceptions and a pick six and winning the AFC Defensive Player of the Week last week. Uh, you know. Taking a look uh, at that secondary, TJ carries down. Uh, Malik Hooker has been someone who uh, has a ton of potential, but 
always seems to find a way to get injured, and he's back on injured reserve, so they're missing a safety as well. Uh, I, I think the Bears will be able to attack this secondary, but you know, taking a look at their front seven, they have some very good pieces. Darius Leonard, obviously someone who came out of that 2018 draft as well, just around after Roquan Smith. Uh, also, they have a veteran in Justin Houston who is still churning along, playing well, and they traded the 13th overall pick for DeForest Buckner. So the defense looks good in regards to the offense. Uh, I, I've said it all week. We're going to see if the Bears have a glaring uh, weakness uh, for stopping the run after this week. They're facing what I would probably say is the best offensive line in the league. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is a rookie, but he still found ways to be productive. And Bilal Nichols hasn't been able to cut it thus far, and neither has a lot of the players in the front seven. Um, actually, that's a lie. Not not a lot of players, but most most notably Bilal Nichols and Danny Trevathan. So we'll see if the Bears do need to make uh, a defensive acquisition moving forward. But, uh, yeah, this Colts team is good. I think there are some opportunities for the Bears to take advantage. Uh, obviously, they're missing both Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman, so that, that passing game will be weakened a little. But they also have some strong tight ends. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's going to be matched up with Kyle Fuller. Uh, I'm not quite sure who Jalen Johnson will be on, but uh, it's going to be important to stop the run, but this Colts team does look very good. So, Jalen, before we get into uh, the more analytical stuff, what do you think about these Indianapolis Colts who are coming to Chicago at 2-1 and one and are looking to have playoff inspirations as well? Uh, they've been a good team so far. You know, they had a fluke loss uh, against the Jaguars, but didn't continue to dominate the Vikings and the uh, Jets last week. They had three interceptions in the last two games against Sam Darnold and against Kirk Cousins. They have a very good defense. Um, you know, I feel like that. You know, the them being number one is kind of like uh, inflated just because they played two bad teams so far, but they still have playmakers. I think they played three bad teams. I mean, you look at the combined record of the teams they played; it's the same as the Bears. It's one and eight. Yeah, but you know, they they lost the first game against the Jacks, so that's why you know I just counted the, Fair the yeah the, the games that they dominated in. Um, they still have playmakers though on that on the defensive side of the ball. They have Darius Leonard, uh, DeForest Buckner. You know, Xavier Rose is looking like his old self. Um, you know, TJ Carey, he, he's been playing well for them in the slot. Still have Kenny Moore, who's one of the best, uh, you know, slot receivers in the league as well. So they have, they definitely have some talent on that defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, this is definitely going to be probably the, the best defense we played so far in the season. And then on the offensive side, uh, they lost Marlon Mack to a torn ACL, but they still have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, who they drafted out of Wisconsin, he's having a solid season for a rookie. Uh, Ty Ty Hilton, he's one of the best slot receivers in the league. Um, you know, he probably he, he might be having a down year, but you know, um, I'm pretty sure as the season progresses, him and Philip Rivers' uh, connection is, c- connection and chemistry is, is going to get better. Uh, Mo Ali Cox is having a, having a good season for for them at tight end. You know, they might be getting Trey Burton back. Offensive line is one of the best. I don't even have to talk about that. And then uh, Philip Rivers, he's not having the best season, but he's not doing too much. Um, you know, he's being a game manager. He hasn't done that in, in a long time in this league. Uh, you know, when, when he has to make plays on the side, on, on, the, on the offensive side of the ball, he does. So, uh, you know, this is definitely going to be a good game for us. This, this offense and defense are, uh, you know, people that we shouldn't look past. Yeah. Uh, and as much of a tough task as it's going to be for the bears in this game, definitely also the toughest opponents, that the Indianapolis Colts are facing so far this season. Next, we are going to hop into our three-key matchups segment of this show. Uh, we are all going to give our most important positional matchup in this game, and I'm going to start it on off. Uh, I'm going to go with a very specific matchup. That's going to be Quentin Nelson versus Akeem Hicks. I think uh, it's very important that Akeem Hicks 
uh, finds a way to take advantage of, of this matchup in this game. Uh, you know, taking a look at what Hicks has done thus far in the season, he's got three and a half sacks. That's second overall in the league. Also, first for interior defensive linemen. We know how great Quentin Nelson has been. Uh, Parth, we talked about it earlier. Uh, you know, he, he, he's someone who's raved about in Indiana, uh, and I don't blame him. He, he's been incredible ever since he's entered the league. Uh, yep. Only one penalty so far uh, this season. He's, he's played the 26 most snaps in the league. Uh, with 200 and zero sacks allowed with a pro football focus rating of 77.2, which is quite solid. Uh, you know, Hicks has been very productive this season, but on the other hand, Quentin Nelson has been very productive as well. I think it's not only important uh, in regards to getting pressure, but also important in the run-stopping game. I would say more important in the run-stopping game uh, because the Bears are going to have to slow down Jonathan Taylor. We know how much this Colts team loves to pound the rock. Uh, I was at the game against the Jets last last week, and I saw them. Uh, you know, they they love to pound the rock. They don't want to put the ball in in the hands of Philip Rivers if they don't have to. And it was a pretty good j- game for Jonathan Taylor last week. Uh, he had 13 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. So it's going to be important that Hicks can get in there when he can. He's got a really tough matchup. Uh, we see the Colts, I believe, uh, averaging. Uh, 119.3 yards rushing per game, and that's about what the Bears are giving up uh, in rushing yards. We've seen running backs have success against the Bears. Uh, Deion Lewis and Saquon Barkley for the New York Jets. Todd Gurley had a good game with a score last week, and Adrian Peterson rushed for 93 yards in week one. So the Bears are going to have to shore it up because this game is probably going to be one in the trenches. We've seen the Bears have some success on the ground as well, uh, rushing for an average of 138 yards per game. Uh, Akeem Hicks is going to have to shut it down if the Bears want a chance in this one. And you're going to have to put the ball in the hands of Phillip Rivers. I've said it all week. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. What positional matchup would you say is the most important in this Week 4 game? You know, I was going to go with what you were saying, uh, just our D-line versus their offense line. But, you know, I was looking through the like just looking through some Colts websites, and I found some interesting statistics. So I'm going to just say the Bears' defense on third down versus the Colts' offense on third down. It's a little specific, but I think we can go ahead and talk about it for a little bit. Um, Phillip Rivers has a passer rating of 52.3 on third down. You know, that's that's the league worst actually and the Colts offense is also last in the the NFL on third down and their running game is one for eight on the most important down so you know if the Bears offense can get them off the field as fast as possible you know bring Nick Foles and the troops back out on offense it'd be great for the Bears uh that that offense has been explosive at times I'd say but not not as much as a lot of people have been talking about them I think the Colts have been decently overrated so far this season i mean a lot of fans are saying the bears are overrated i think the colts are overrated as well so if the bears can stop them on third down and get them off the field and get our offense back on the field i think it'd be great for the bears yeah it's going to be very important uh that the bears get their offense on the field in this one uh you know we've seen people like anthony miller succeed this season he's tied for sixth in the nfl when it comes to yards per reception yes he's had a drop issue uh but he averages 19.5 yards per catch which is quite impressive. Also, Nick Foles uh, was four for six for 101 yards and two touchdowns against the Atlanta Falcons, one pressured, had a passer rating of 149.3. Obviously, your point was the Bears getting guys like Phillip Rivers off the field, but that just opens up opportunities for the Bears' offense to succeed. So I'm finally going to pass it to Jalen. Jalen, what do you think is the most important positional matchup in this one? 
Um, uh, I was gonna go with the defensive line, but I'm I'm gonna switch it up. So I'm gonna go with uh our offensive line or our offense versus their defense. Like I said before, they have you know statistic wise the best defensive in the, the best defense in the league. Um, they're ranked number one, and uh you know they're they're gonna cause us problem if if we don't bring our A game uh tomorrow. So um if they pressure Nick Foles, you know he's not mobile like Mitchell Trubisky is, you know, he's not going to evade pressure. He's going to stand in the pocket and, and you know, and, and take a hit and just hope, pray to God that he doesn't get hurt because uh, that's basically what happened last year. He took a big hit, still was able to complete a pass for a touchdown, but, um, you know, I don't want to see that happen. So uh, hopefully our offensive line could can contain their defensive line, you know, contain DeForest Buckner, can contain Justin Houston, um, you know, open up holes for David Montgomery. Uh, and stuff like that and, and keep Nick Foles, you know, um, on his toes. Yeah, absolutely. Nick Foles is going to stay on his feet, but he's also one of the better passers in the league when it comes to being under pressure from what it seems throughout his career. He's been great. Uh, so now we're going to head into our Fan Mail Friday segment. Uh, this is where we take your guys' Instagram submitted questions and answer them here on the show. You guys can find the links to our social media pages down in the description. Normally on Wednesday or Thursday of each week, uh, we put up polls asking for questions, and you can have an opportunity to be featured in the video. So I'm going uh, from Parse Instagram poll. He asks you guys, or he asks us, um, first of all, uh, this is from Jacob underscore Presser. How do you guys think Nick Foles will do against a tough Colts defense? Parth, uh, you can go ahead and answer this one first. It's your poll. Go for it. I don't know. I'm honestly kind of scared and worried, I'd say. Uh, I want him to do well. You know, I'm a big Nick Foles believer. Same with Mitch Believer. I was a believer for both. And I really want him to succeed in Chicago. I feel like Foles has has what it takes to win a Super Bowl or make a deep playoff run, especially with this defense and this Bears team so far, how they've been playing. So I hopefully he can play well. He played really well against the Falcons defense, which we all know is two it's it's worst defense in the league and now he go from the worst to the best just like that and he hasn't even made a start. So it'll be his first start with the Bears. Hopefully we can start well. You know, I feel like if the Bears can push the ball early on, you know, start running the ball early to help Foles out, I think it open up the deep game. And uh, yeah, I, I think he'll do great. Uh I'm expecting a pretty good game from him, so let's hope and my uh, Google Home uh, just went uh, a little bit crazy. Uh, I would like to say we, we have some breaking news here uh, before we continue with my answer here. Uh, John McGrath, someone who uh, I don't know if he seems like the most reliable uh, reporter of all time. He calls himself a Chicago sports insider. Uh, from what I see from his Twitter, it seems like he's gotten some stuff correct in the past, but he has reported uh, that the Bears have uh, been contacted regarding uh, Mitchell Trubisky from the New England Patriots. Uh, so, I'm look, look before hey, you wait, continue. Okay. <laughs> before you continue, I you can ask, you can ask Chris and Parth this. I say if we ever get rid of Mitchell, I want him to go to the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick, and he will turn into a superstar quarterback. Booking, I'm not please. sure the validity of that report, but. Uh, that is quite interesting. Look, uh, you know, getting back on 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 track here, um, I I think Foles will have a good game. He's never been someone to back down from a defense, and I think that he's going to be able to succeed uh, against the Colts. I said it earlier. I don't think their secondary is all that is advertised. We saw how much a lot of these targets, um, a lot of these wide receivers succeeded uh, when Foles came in. 
guys like Ted Ginn, guys like Anthony Miller, guys like Allen Robinson, and especially tight ends, guys like Jimmy Graham. I think we're going to see more of Cole Komet moving forward. Uh, I can say that every week until he gets more action, but I hope he does get more involved. I think Foles will be able to uh, have a good game here against this Colts defense. Uh, it, it's going to be a tough task. Our offensive line is going to have to show if they're really improved or not. We faced a couple of pass rushers uh, that haven't been the greatest thus far. You know, Trey Flowers, obviously, uh, for the Lions. Dante Fowler was out against the Bears last week in Atlanta, and the Giants don't have much of a pass rush outside of Leonard Williams. So the Bears are going to have a tough task this week. That O-line's going to have to step up. But if you give Foles time, I do believe that he'll be able to make the throw. So, Jalen, I'm swinging it back around to you. How do you think Foles will do against this Indianapolis Colts defense? You know, so I'm not the most confident on this podcast in, in Nick Foles. Um, I'm still a Trubisky, but still a Trubisky guy. But um, he's our starting quarterback. I gotta get over it. You know, my, my feelings for Trubisky, um, you know, might might be a little weird. But um, so for Nick Foles, like I said, this uh, this is probably the best defense we played so far. Not it's not probably it is the best defense we played so far. Uh, this is uh, Nick Foles' first game as a as a starter for us. Um, you know, I, I've said this multiple times in our, our family Fridays and our meet the opponents and stuff like that. I don't think the Colts will be able to game plan for this Mad Nagy's offense with Nick Foles. I think that Mad Nagy's going to pull out plays for Nick Foles that we haven't seen in his entire tenure here as our head coach, uh, because just because he didn't believe in Mitchell Trubisky's ability to stretch the ball downfield. Nick Foles does that very well. We've seen it in, you know, the two quarters that he played last game that, uh, you know, he threw multiple deep go- through multiple deep balls, uh, multiple deep balls. Excuse me, something that we haven't seen from Mitchell. You know, Mitchell and they were they were accurate. So, um, I think Matt Nagy is going to use his ability, uh, use you know, use plays that best fits Nick Foles. Uh, we're going to see a lot of deep balls to Darnell Mooney, you know, Anthony Miller and and uh, Allen Robinson. Maybe even see Ted Ginn out there just uh, to use his speed. So. Um, you know, I'm getting a little off track, but uh, for Nick Foles, I think he's gonna have two touchdowns, uh, maybe one interception, just because he takes a lot of risks uh, against this tough Colts defense. And I have just gotten uh, confirmation from JJ Stankovitz yet again. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago Bears beat, obviously. Uh, he said it's not true that the Patriots have contacted the Bears in regards to Trubisky, and I'm sure you're just scams on here, huh? Yeah, uh, I guess we have some frauds on Twitter, but. Uh, you know, hey, maybe we'll see some uh, some Taysom Hill action out of Trubisky tomorrow. That would be interesting. Uh, let's answer one more of these questions before we get into our predictions. Heading back uh, to the poll, obviously from Trubisky Nation, yet again, uh, these guys. Uh, this one comes, from, huh? Oh, shoot. well, uh, for me, it's always Trubisky Nation. But by the way, his Same new here. ad is at the Bears IG. Uh, my bad. This question comes from Q underscore go underscore crazy. He says, who do you guys think win or lose will be the player of the game for the Bears? Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, I think it has got to be Nick Foles. Uh, if the Bears want to win this one, they're going to have to attack the Colts' secondary. I think it's the only weakness you could maybe find on this team. And uh, it, it's going to come down to Foles making the play straight up. Uh, we've seen this Colts defense be stiffening, uh, allow only 244 yards per game. Uh, we saw Gardner Minshew get it done at least well enough to win, and uh, I think it's got to be Foles that gets it done if the Bears win this one. So I'm going to go with player of the game prediction as Nick Foles for me. Parth, what do you think? 
I'm going to go with David Montgomery. I think he's going to get a lot of carries tomorrow, especially with Terry Cohen going down with that ACL injury. And, you know, Lamar Miller hasn't been activated to the pra- I mean, activated to the From squad. The practice, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Artavius Pierce, I doubt he gets more than two or three carries in his first game. Same with Ryan Nall. So I think we're going to see a lot of David Montgomery tomorrow. Uh, he's going to be our third down back, first down, second down. He's going to be there the whole entire time. I think he's going to get 20-plus carries, put up 100-plus yards just rushing-wise, and hopefully can get involved in the passing game as well. Yeah, uh, it seems like it would definitely be tough uh, to be able to get 100 rushing yards versus this tough Colts defense. But uh, on the other hand, the interior offensive line for the Chicago Bears has been great. Uh, I haven't heard a complaint about Jermaine Fetty yet. I mean, he had one penalty uh, against the New York Giants, but I think up to this point, if we thought he was going to be, uh, if we were told he was going to be an impact blocker in. Uh, the run game and also only have one penalty. Uh, I, I think that's something we would all be pretty happy about. And I'm, I'm pretty happy about his production so far. Uh, so you know what? Maybe Montgomery can get it done. We'll have to see about that one. Jalen, what do you think? Who is going to be the Bears' player of the game in week four, uh, win or lose? Now I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go a little bold right here. Um, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Darnell Mooney. Um, you know I'm, I'm gonna say he has over 100 yards. And uh, two touchdowns. I don't know. I just, I'm just feeling like Dynamo Mooney's going to have a, um, a heck of a game tomorrow. And one of those are going to be on a 50-yard TD bomb pass from Nick Foles. Oh, my okay. God. I hate saying that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the time to talk is over. It's finally time to make our picks for Bears versus Colts. Uh, taking a back look, taking a, a look back uh, on our week three picks, I came the closest last week. I believe the score was, uh, what was it, 27-23 to 23 against Atlanta. Uh, and I, I picked uh, 28 to 27. It was 30. It was 30 to 30. Oh, did I pick 30? I think you were the closest still, though. So yeah, I was, yeah, well, you were definitely the closest, but <laughs> the score was 30. We, right. we put up 34. Oh, my bad. Well, that's awkward. Uh, yeah, yeah, 30 to 20, 30 to 26. I don't even. I didn't watch the game. I was in Indianapolis. It was, it was 30 to 26. Okay, okay, I got it right the second time around. Anyways, let's get into our picks for this one. Uh, Parth, go for it. You want to go first? I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, it's gonna be a t- it's gonna be our toughest game yet, and I'm gonna go with the closest game yet. And you know, with with the both the, both defenses, I mean, the Bears defense hasn't been the best so far, but I feel like we're gonna have a great game, especially against this, say, pretty weak Colts offense, and um, their defense is up there too. So I'm gonna go with a low scoring game here. I'm gonna go 21-17 Chicago. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go 23 to 20 Bears. Uh, you know what? It's it, 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 if the Bears don't win this one. It's going to be tough for me next week to pick them against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but as long as they keep winning, I'm going to keep picking them. I think it's going to be a very tough game. Uh, once again, I think it's going to be low scoring, but I think Nick Foles being in there definitely helps us out a lot. We're going to see two true uh, truths revealed this weekend. Number one, is the Colts' secondary legit? And number two, does this Bears front seven have more problems than we need or than we think? Uh, in regards to stopping the run. So I think uh, that's going to be the tail of the tape in this game. Can Nick Foles attack the secondary, and can the Colts continue to successfully run the ball and keep it out of Phillip Rivers' hands? I think the Bears do enough here, stop Rivers and that run game enough, and I think also Foles does enough against a defense that is very good, but uh, I I think he takes advantage of it. I think he gives us a better chance to win, and I think the Bears barely pull it out. Uh, Once again, 23-20 to is my prediction. Bears win on a Cairo Santos field goal. Jalen, what do you got for your prediction? 
Uh, so I'm going to basically keep it how the Bears have been doing this whole season. We win by four points. So I'm going to go 24-20, uh, Bears, obviously. Um, you know, I, I say we're going to do, do like we've done before. This defense comes, you know, uh, you know, shuts out the Colts offense from getting a touchdown on the last drive of the game for us to win. Uh, like like you said, if we lose this game, it's, it's going to be very hard for us to, to pick us to beat the uh the Bucks. The Bucks have a very good offense, have a very good defense as well. So, um, you know, this this is basically a make it or break it game for us if we're really legit or actually a good team. A hundred percent. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. Week four coverage is over. Be sure to check back on the channel uh, right after the game. We're going to be kicking off our week five coverage. Obviously, a Thursday night game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers very shortly after the Colts game is over. So. Tune back in tomorrow night for our post-game show, and then we are going to start it off with meeting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Short turnaround for the Bears, short turnaround for us. Let's see if the Bears can start it off 4-0. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. You can find content, extra articles, blogs, whatever you are looking for, a ton of extra stuff over on our website. If you've got some time, do us a favor and check it out. There are a ton of people that work so hard for us behind the scenes that deserve recognition. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us on both platforms at Bear Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, I didn't think we would be coming into this game at 3-0, but once again, the Bears are looking to stay undefeated this weekend. Any last words? Yeah, I was just looking at some uh, college quarterback stats because I guess the Bears will be looking at a quarterback in the first round, which is crazy to think about. I did not think we'd be looking to draft a quarterback, especially after drafting to Trubisky in 2017. But yeah, Trey Lance is having a tough game. Uh, he's already got 6 for 16, 47 yards, so he's having a tough game there. So that's going to hurt his draft stock a lot, while Kyle Trask of Florida is having a really good game. Some intriguing prospects to look at, I guess, a quarterback from now on. Uh Tyler Bray's going to get to that bread on Sunday. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Jalen's always got to sneak it in there. But, guys, I say it so many times near the end of these episodes in the pregame show. The time to talk is over. It's time for Nick Foles to go out there as a starter, and he can really solidify himself. Uh, if we could somehow be 4-0 and even 5-0 and after next week, uh, we could really be looking to make a playoff push. And teams that start off in the NFL at 4-0 have an 84% chance of making the playoffs. So this is huge if the Bears want to continue to make a push for those playoff aspirations. Obviously, the Green Bay Packers are looking good, but a wild card isn't something that we could complain about. Obviously, we'll play them later in the season, and we'll talk about that once we get there, but this week could really help the Bears continue to push for those playoffs. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. If you made it this far in the podcast, if you are on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, do us a favor and subscribe. And if you are on YouTube, do us a favor and drop a like. It means a lot to us. Bears fans, it's time to go. Let's see if we can beat this Midwestern foe. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. As always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.